Welcome to the Financial Advisors Advisor, brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners. It's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, the Financial Advisors Advisor himself, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Frank LaRosa, the CEO of Elite Consulting Partners. I am the Financial Advisors Advisor. As always, I am here with my trusted elf. Trusted? Uh, trusted. We're using well, the sometimes word trusted? trusted. I'm a little chuckling because uh, my little elf <laughs> forgot to hit record this on the uh, thing, so he's not so trusted today. But we're here anyway. We're off, the, off to the races. And uh, Dale, welcome. What's up, man? Hey, looking forward to getting that sleigh packed up with presents. Not forgetting any at the workshop, right? And uh, yeah, just enjoying this week, working a lot on the business, and uh, I think we've got a great topic. We covered awesome. actually uh, early on. I think it was episode eight, yeah. talking about core values. Yeah. So for those of you that are uh, joining us for the first time, welcome to the podcast. We're we're glad to have you. We hope that you find these podcasts informative. Uh, you can take them back to your your office, your firm, and really. Um, execute on some of the things that we talk about. For those of you that are back again and listening to us or binge listening to us, we appreciate that too. Thanks a lot. And we continue to develop and hopefully get better at these things, bring more content. But like you said, today's topic in the sort of the you know sort of larger scale of working on your business, we are going to talk about core values. And if you've been listening to our podcast, you're going to say, hey, wait a minute, you covered core values on episode eight. Why are you covering it again? I was thinking the same thing. Exactly. What is the difference? So then? what we want to do today is, and if you go back and listen to, to the core value podcast, really it was about why you should have core values, right? Why you should you should instill these in your firm. It doesn't matter whether you're a sole practitioner and you have a sales assistant or you're sharing a sales assistant, you should still have core values. What I want to do today was really walk through how we did it and that process, how we got to today, or should I say yesterday, where we had our core value meeting launch, where I went through our seven core values and explained to our team why we came up with them. So what I wanted to do is really just cover how we started. All right, so back over the summer, we had a sales meeting. At the time, I think we had about 16 or 17 people working here. And I just wanted to explain to them, I just come back from a meeting in, in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho with my entrepreneur group called the Arte Syndicate, which is run by Andy Frisella and Ed Milat. What's up, guys? Look forward to seeing you in Whistler in a couple of weeks. So we talked about core values and how important it was. And I've always sort of had an understanding of that, but I wanted to really execute on it. So we went in and explained to the team what we were doing. And again, listen to episode eight if you want to understand the whole point about having core values. And I had everybody email me. I sent an email out and then everybody email me their list, right? Their top 10 to 15 what they perceive as core values of, of areas that are important to them in their business and in their life. Some of it's religion or doing good for others or community service and all these different things, client and excellence and leadership, all these different things. So then what I did is I took that list, put it into a spreadsheet, and then category, had general categories that each fit into, tallied them up, and then had a, another meeting with my management team, so Dale and some other folks on the management team. And we went through those core values that were similar. We figured out which ones made sense 
which ones didn't make sense. And then had a conversation about the direction of the firm, where we wanted to go and which of these core values would help us get there. And so from that point, we had a sort of a list of, let's call it 15. And over the last couple of months, I then took that 15 and categorized them. And I got it down to basically it was like 10 core values, which I'll go through in a minute here. But I really wanted to make sure that that the six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 core values represented everything that we wanted our firm to, to be about, both the people that were here working here, but also when they go home, to carry those core values through their lives. Not that I'm saying I'm going to dictate how someone lives their life, but part of one of our core values has to do with the fact that who you are at home is, is who you are at work and vice versa. Right, right, right. which is true. I think people forget that. And what's important and interesting about this whole exercise is if you're really looking at these core values and and following them, your professional life and personal life should kind of like rise with the tide, right? Yeah. So sort of like what we talk about. Trying to mirror each other, yeah. Right. And it lifts everything. It enhances your entire life. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to read these. So those of you that are listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, we have a YouTube channel where you can actually watch us and you can you can understand why I'm laughing at Dale and calling him an elf because of his elf outfit. He somehow managed to not have my assistant order the elf suit. Thank you, Trish. I'm sure. I didn't want to wear that. Somehow her, yeah, the I didn't power want to wear kept that. going out on her computer every time is that she's what happened? ordering it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure how, how you managed to do that, but whatever. So what I'm going to do is I'm sort of going to start with who we want to be and why, how core values are going to lead into that. So the idea of our core values is as a description of, of the firm so Elite Consulting Partners is a financial services recruiting, business consulting, and M&A firm comprised of a team of industry-leading consultants dedicated to core values which emphasize personal and professional growth and result in maximum performance at every level for both their clients and themselves. So you're setting the stage there for what the expectations will be in general, but then the core values more specifically define that. Right. So- if you want to work here, this is who we are. This is who we expect everybody that works here to be and represent. So the first one is commitment to clients. It's a client-focused mentality, actively listening and striving to achieve our clients' goals and exceed their expectations. That was deliberate. You put that as the first one, right? That's deliberate right? because that's the key driver. Because without our clients, we don't have a business. Exactly. And everything is a ripple effect from there. So- Without our clients, we don't have any business. We don't make any money. Your professional life's not going to do so well, and neither is your personal life. Right? So there's a connection there. And obviously, people say, oh, commitment to clients. Uh, of course, that's obvious. But it's a client-focused mentality. And one of the keys in this is actively listening. So there's listening just to take notes, and you're already thinking of some ideas that you want to talk about. But actively listening is really getting into the, your client's head understanding their business, understanding who they are, who their clients are, what's going to take their practice to the next level. We have an elite process, right? It's called the elite next level process, which is up on our, will be posted on our website. So you can check that out. But we think that that's really important. That really separates us from, from our competition. That was number one. Number two is commitment to success. 
Be passionate, disciplined, and laser-focused to the commitment of excellence in order to achieve a maximum level of success. So maximum level of success, again, personally and professionally. And I think that a commitment to excellence, it's sort of like when, when I coached football, right? You practice like you play. So if you're sending emails out, make sure you slow down. Make sure you read your emails. One of my big bugaboos is when I have somebody that from my firm that's working with an advisor client or a corporate client, they represent not just me, they represent not just the firm, but they represent everybody at our firm. We don't want someone out there that's not representing our firm and the people here the wrong way. Just want to emphasize that the advisor gets thrown in there as well. So Exactly. Yeah, excellence is really the key word in there for me. It's just continually practicing excellence and, and trying to now, meet it's, that standard. Right. Not cutting corners. Right. Not just rushing stuff out. Not just throwing stuff against the wall, see what happens. It's really, and it's not easy. It takes a lot of work to do it that way because you have to read things more than once and just little things. Forwarding emails. How many of us out there have forwarded an email because you wanted someone to see one thing and you, you didn't pay attention and you forwarded them something that maybe you didn't want them to see? By the way, right? we've, we've both had this same thought. In no way or, or or shape should anybody have, you know, like a hundred percent accuracy on all of these core values at all. That, yeah, you're uh, never going to. But you're trying to strive to kind of you know make sure that you're getting as far as you can in doing so. Right. The idea of of a core values is these are things you're striving to achieve. You never achieve perfection. Candidly, if you say, "Oh, I'm hundred percent on that stuff," then your list sucks because right. you should never be able to achieve all of those things. Even when we talk about hiring and firing, right? We're going to, you know, you hire and fire against those things. No one employee is going to be perfect. I'm not, I certainly sometimes don't hit my, my own core values. Doesn't mean I'm going to fire myself, but you have to understand, are they in the right place? Do they, do they meet most of those core values? And some of these core values are really more important than others. So for instance, and which is a great segue, number three is commitment to integrity and professionalism putting integrity at the forefront while remaining dedicated and dependable in order to facilitate relationships built on trust. If you're a financial advisor, this one has to ring in your ears. Integrity, professionalism with the way the business is going, clients expect you to provide the highest level of advice and service with no conflicts. And and we do the same thing. Our goal is, is to give you the best information we can and advice and guidance we can based on all of the information that we have and do it in a professional manner with integrity. And so if you're a financial advisor and you don't have core values, I'm sort of going off on a tangent, you should definitely have your own core values, post them on your website if you're allowed. Some firms are not gonna let you do that stuff, right? And when your client says, why why are you any different than the guy at Merrill Lynch or whatever, points your core values. Because it's easy to say, oh, I have core values. But if you're not willing to put them out there and we will put ours out on, on our website, for our clients to see. And it's easy to say that, but to put them out there and commit to them is, is different. The next one is commitment to learning. Continually pursuing growth and knowledge through daily rituals of personal and professional development. This is my favorite and least favorite. Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah. Fa- favorite because I, I love to learn new things. Least favorite because it's hard work. And it, it should be hard work because you're going to hit some point where you think you know a lot of stuff and then maybe you break down everything you thought you know and you learn something completely new. 
But if you're not doing that, if you're not progressing academically, and, and I know a lot of folks do continued education, it's understandable that you're going to be stuck in the same place. Right. And so again, we go back to all of our core values bridge between professional and personal because you're one and the same. And so you might be great to do continuing ed and all that stuff professionally, but what are you doing personally to help yourself grow? Not only to be a better husband, mother, wife, whatever, but also to be a better financial advisor, a better consultant for your clients, a better employee for the firm, to be a better leader for your office, those types of things. And so for me personally, honestly, I can thank Andy Frisell at my let. I listened to their podcasts. I started listening to those last year and really, it really turned the light bulb on part of this Arte syndicate. There's another group. It's called the Arte Accelerators, which is sort of a, a little bit less money, but still nonetheless, great content. The people in there, I applaud all of them because we're all trying to learn and grow both personally and professionally. Again, when you're proving yourself personally, it comes to the office, right? It does. And so you should be looking at, and I want all the people that work with me to be not only reading up on the latest news in the industry, right? Like best interests and all these things, what's going on with Schwab and TD, so that when we are talking to our clients, we have some knowledge. But I also want them to be listening to podcasts to self-improve, right? We all live in a day and age where everyone has loads of anxiety and depression and all these different things. Everyone has some level of it. And if they say they don't, they're lying, right? They're just covering up. It's just deeper down. They haven't seen it yet. And so you want to be able to work through all those things. So that's when we, when we talk about learning, I want people to be learning. It, and it's hard. Sometimes I'm, I'm reading hard. books and it's, it's hard. It's, it, it gets easier if you're consistent with it, but it, right. it is hard work, but it's fulfilling. Right. You need to have a process. I call it rinse and repeat. You have to have some type of process where you are are set time of the day where you're listening to these things or reading or whatever. The next one is commitment to team. Use our collective skills and knowledge to achieve greater success for our clients and every member of our team. So it's sort of collective knowledge, right? Some of us are going to grow at different rates than others and read different things, but it's the sharing of ideas because I might share something with you about what's happening in the industry, and I don't really have a purpose for that information at the moment, but maybe you're talking to a client that that information is relevant to. So it's a sharing of ideas. And just if you're a financial advisor and you're in a retail firm and you're in an office with 50 or 60 other advisors, just because you're not partners with anybody, right, doesn't mean you shouldn't be sharing ideas. It's sort of the, the rising tide lifts all boats. And I believe the same thing with learning and information and being a team. So you could be a team without being on someone's team. If you're a bunch of advisors at UBS, or Merrill Lynch, there's nothing wrong with sharing information with another advisor who who's not on your team or a partner with you. Because maybe one day they'll share information with you that'll help you help one of your clients. So that's what we talk about with team. The next one, which is definitely an interesting one, that's, well, I'll read it to you and then we can go from there, right? So the next one is commitment to faith. Maintain a positive mindset, patience, and purpose in everything we do to achieve our personal and professional goals. And so a commitment to faith, that will mean something different to everybody. So this doesn't mean a religious faith necessarily, except for me, the way I look at that, sort of like when you listen to music. You and I can listen to the same lyrics of a song and take something totally different out of it. So for me, faith has to do with a religious faith and a belief 
a belief in God and a belief in a higher power, and but also has to be a, a faith in the process, that if we do the right thing, if we approach our job with these core values, with our client as number one, having faith that good things will happen, so good things will happen for us, and good things will happen with our clients. And they'll be happier when they because they worked with us because we went through the right process. Yeah, I like that one. Having belief in something takes time for a lot of folks, I think. The first part is just having this faith. Right, and it's a mindset, happen. right? So we it have is. a positive mindset. The other thing I believe wholeheartedly in is this sort of positive negative energy flow. I believe you, you get back what you put out. And if you're putting out negative energy, you get negative back. There's always these people that seem to, they always have something going on, something crappy in their lives going on. But if you talk to them, every other word out of their mouth is a negative thing. I get that sometimes you're going through life. You know, I had some things that I that I went through that we're not going to cover on this podcast today. But what got me through it was was faith in God and a positive faith that if I worked hard enough, I can work through and outwork any issue that I deal with. And so it's that faith and patience and all that stuff. You bring that stuff back to your to your family, right? So and vice versa, which I think is is that the next one where right. So the next one, which is which is the last one. So was it, hold on, before you get into it, was it deliberate? Were all these in yes. order deliberately? Okay. Yes. Okay. All deliberate in this order, including every word. I went through draft after draft after draft after draft after draft, moving words, changing words, making it so that every word was in the right place for a purpose. So the, the final one after commitment to faith is commitment to firm family connection. Firm family connection, focusing on the connection between our personal and professional lives to guide and mentor each other to greater levels of achievement. Notice I said firm family connection, not family firm connection. You, yeah, you brought and this up. Of course, up I'm the saying next, I'm the boss, right? Then people are going to be like, oh, of course you're saying that. It's his firm, blah, 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 blah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to work to get away from the blah, 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 blah thing. So, so we were a couple hours into the meeting when you brought that up. It was a two and a half hour yeah. meeting, but. And you said, I deliberately put firm in front of family, and it went over my head when you, I don't know, did, did you explain it? I did, yeah. Okay, so Were what- you not there? No, I was there. I was, <laughs> so what is it then? So, what, the, reason I, so the reason I, I put it in that way is because I do believe your family is, is the most important thing, right? I mean, without that, what's the point? In my life, so I'm almost 50, been married for almost 25 years, right? Have, have a 21-year-old, a 15-year-old, you know them, and- and I've been through so much stuff, which kept me grounded. What's gotten me through different things is my ability to work, earn a good living, and that's solved problems for me at home. So for me, I believe that how you are at work, it's like you're having a really awesome day at work. And there's some struggles you're having at home. Maybe you're not getting along with your wife or kids having problems in school, whatever it is. You go to work and you have an awesome day. When you go home that night, it's going to make it just that much easier to deal with your home life issues. However, if you have all that stuff at home and you come to work and you bring that negative energy to the office, you're not going to have a good day because you're going to be talking with a client who's going to feel that negative energy. You're going to have a bad day and then you're going to go home and kick the dog because you had a worse day and you cannot deal with the stuff at home, which is really important. You have to have the right energy to handle stuff at home. For those of you listening, I got a lot of work to do on this one. 
And if my wife's listening, she's going to be laughing her ass off right now. She's like, damn straight you do. I'm not perfect, but I recognize sort of looking at myself when I have a really good day, when we have a really good day at work, I'm such a better husband. I'm a better father. I can handle things better. If I'm having some tough issues here at the office, I don't have the patience when I get home, right? And so that connection between the firm and the family, I believe that not all problems, right? So people think that the Bible says money is the root of all evil. It's really not. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. So I'm not saying that work hard and make money just because that's all you need to do. What I'm saying is if you have problems at home, a lot of times, not all the time, a lot of times making money, earning a good living helps you solve some of those problems or makes it easier for you to solve some of those problems. And so our approach here is to make sure that we all understand that there's this connection between what's happening to everybody in the office and what's happening to them at home. And although I can't help you with your home life problems, if I can make your life easier here at work, it should help you handle stuff at home. Because what I've actually done, and I haven't really thought about this, but just thinking about it now, the days where it's been harder here, whether it was just I worked a lot of hours or fought really hard to get something done and it didn't didn't work out quite the way that I wanted, managing myself at home was more difficult in the past. I've been working on that as I start to make that connection between regardless whatever happened at work, staying positive at work and then being more positive at home and I have such a better life because of it. And I'll use an example of, so myself, there's been times where I went through some struggles, some real bad struggles. And the only thing that got me through that is throwing myself into work, taking the negative energy space that was in my head and filling it with work-related stuff, positive work-related stuff. And it really helped me get through a lot of stuff. And so for me, it was important and so the way that that commitment developed is at first it started with family, but that's just one dimension of it. Firm family connection was important to us. And I think that it's something that we strive for because we see that in the struggles where a small firm, right? 20 some odd people, but just a small firm. And so people's issues at, at home have a sort of bigger, uh, they're magnified when they come in and it's a smaller office. So those are our core values. Those are what we try to achieve to be and to operate under. I don't know what your core values are. They're up to you, to up to whoever's listening. Again, if you're a sole practitioner and it's just you and your sales system, there's nothing wrong with having core values. You should have them, even if it's just personal. So our my next evolution is we're gonna, because this is firm and family or personal and professional, we're gonna now at home develop sort of our family core values. An offshoot of this. Oh, interesting. And what are we want our, our family to represent in terms of our core values? So we're going to work through that. I'm going to do that. That'd be fun. I think the, the kids would love that. So that, like everybody be, would appreciate. It's going to be a fun it. exercise over the holiday. We're going to do core values. Then we're also going to do image boards. Oh, you mean sort of like write the values out? No, we're so going to we're going to do like image boards where you put on your sort of your hopes and your dreams visualization. Oh, okay. What you're trying to achieve? So we're gonna we're gonna all go to the library and we're not the library because we don't take pictures of the library, but we're gonna go to the bookstore and we're gonna cut that out. So we're all gonna have sort of a vision board of what each of us wants personally, and then do a combined family 
piece. We think it'd be really cool. So I might have a lot of candy in mind for my five-year-old at <laughs> right, the moment. Exactly. So <laughs> anyway, those are our core values. You'll find them in a week or so because we just finished them. You'll find them up on the, our website, EliteConsultingPartners.com. We appreciate everybody listening. Have a great holiday. Think about your what your core values should be over the holidays, working on your business. God bless everybody. Thanks for listening. Go find us on all the platforms out there. We wish you the best. Hope you have a great week and uh, hope to hear you call us up and send us some emails on some more topics Yeah, you'd like covered. Have a happy holiday. Love everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Financial Advisors Advisor podcast with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. Yeah.